0: Hey, hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly, and we're the Sherman Sisters. This week we watched Oh Brother, Where Art Thou from 2000, which phew, I'm yeah. feeling old. I don't want to think about the fact that that movie can legally buy a drink. That's crazy. And cigarettes now. Did you know that you can't, can't, Kent. uh buy cigarettes until you're 21? Hey, that's kind of actually good. I think maybe. Mm. I, I mean, don't know. I don't nanny state. I, 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 it sounds like a joke, but I really don't like that. <laughs> it's kind of the thing where, like, Dad says he, like, hates that people can be drafted but can't buy booze. I'm like, yeah, we need to pick a lane. It needs to be 18 or 21. Like, we've got to choose. It needs to be consistent across the board. You either I... can't be drafted until 21. Well, I think the draft should be illegal, first of all. Uh, first but, of all, yes. Uh, agreed. But also, like, okay, we spoil these kids too much. At 18, you can totally make that decision, I Right. Think. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That seems fair. I mean... Who am I to say? I don't know. Right. Who cares? Also any eighteen year old that wants to smoke cigarettes can figure They're out. They're gonna way to figure, smoke figure out a way to do it. <laughs> Anyways, well, um before we start talking about this flick, bitch, let's think up. Oh sure. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Um You so- actually have a lot this week. Yes, I do. Well, I've been battling an eye issue. We won't go <laughs> into detail about that, but um I I am wondering if I'm being grifted. Um, it's possible. It's possible. I'm gonna seek a second opinion. I'm either going blind or being cheated. Uh, maybe both. Maybe <laughs> <can> both. <laughs> maybe they're taking advantage of a woman going blind at thirty. Oh, I turned thirty. You did turn thirty. That's important to mention. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, I turned thirty. That feels good. Um, it does feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, feels, I like feeling thirty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It feels correct. Um, my husband and I went to Palm Springs. Love to see it. Drove out to Joshua Tree for a day. That was my favorite part of the trip, for sure. It, it, what is that? Is it like a it's national park? It's a national park. park. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's massive. It covers, like, it. there's parts of the Mojave Desert and the Colorado Desert in it. Wow. It's crazy. So we drove for about two hours through the park and then would occasionally, like, stop and climb around. Did you listen stuff. to you 2 on the way there? We thought about it, but no, I had a very carefully constructed playlist okay. um, that was you 2 adjacent. Definitely okay. like a lot of REM and Pixies. Okay, um, okay. One thing you should know is that Craig and I are... Um, Y'all are Gen X in spirit. We actually are Gen X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it feels right. It does, yeah. I've chosen to worry less like them. Yeah. Not. That I'm not going to pretend that they don't have worries, but... There's are less. I mean, when they graduated, it was like, what what industry would you like to work in? Here you go. You are already middle management. And I've decided to adopt that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, but it was fantastic. We stopped at this really fun store called The Station um, Joshua Tree. And that's where I got your Pure Hell sticker. <laughs> that's uh, great. <laughs> I mean, we, everywhere we went, we were like, might as well spend $100. <laughs> we And if you spend over $100 there, they let you ring this bell. It's like two Oh, at metal... the gift shop. I was like, is this everywhere this It's area? like a, It's like a gift shop. It was super okay. hipster, stonery. Um, they had these like two metal bells that are painted to look like boobs. And you get to press a button to ring the booby bell if you spend over $100. Word. So they had the right clientele. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Craig let me ring it. Um, it's my birthday Yeah, it's, it's your good. birthday. Yeah. Uh, but we, I mean, we both bought hellish. <laughs> I, I got this cute tank top that's like, it's too darn hot in Joshua Tree, California. <laughs> um, would you like to hear two spooky things? Yes, I would. Oh, I didn't know that there were spooks. Yeah, I thought I'd save this for you. Okay. Your honor. Um, one thing you should know is that I believe the desert desert is deeply mystical, and I thought about that quite a bit the entire time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, the, also, the national... cradle of our world's religions... Also, national forests are. That's, we talked about that too. Spooky. There's, I mean, there's nowhere to hide. Or national parks, I mean. In yeah, Joshua Tree. Really. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. But it, I mean. There's no tree people there. There's no tree people. There's probably rock people. Yeah. A uh, lot of rocks. Yeah. Uh, I saw really cute prairie dogs. Joshua too. Tree. Rocks. Yeah, I mean, it's rocks. But I. <laughs> <laughs> there's like. I know, it's uh, like Murray's poster in Flight of the Concords, New Zealand. Oh. Rocks. Man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, I do need to go to more national parks, I realize, because it was just great. $30 for, like, natural, stunning beauty? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, So, okay, here's my two spooky things. One, um, and I know a lot of this is that, just, whatever, like, navigation apps, but we were driving from LAX to uh, Palm Springs, Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour drive probably ended up being three and a half. Ooh. But um, I was in a convertible. I was toasting. I felt great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no sunscreen, just vibes. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we stopped like an hour outside and I was like, I guess I should put a little sunscreen on. Mm, it's too but... late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, I'm driving for the first leg of the trip and I keep looking at the navigation app and the time to, or like the time estimated driving has not changed. There's no traffic. It just has not changed. And I was like, okay, there's probably traffic ahead. That's maybe what's happening. But it felt like also that every time I looked at the clock it was eleven thirty and it hadn't changed for about an hour. I heard like five or six different songs. Oh my God. And so I was like It's okay. like a liminal space. It was like a liminal space, but in my head and I like waited a while to like say it out loud to Craig but I was like, I think we might have died. Oh. <laughs> like, I can't prove it, but I think we might have died. Oh my God. And like God bless my damn husband. He doesn't even blink at this shit anymore. Like, if I, yeah. I said that to him and he was like, okay, let me think about that. Like, okay hey, maybe Yeah. So, also, uh, I called the hotel. I had a four o'clock check-in. And um, I'm not going to name the hotel because they did me dirt. <laughs> but I was like, hey, um, I have a reservation. And, like, uh, check-in's about, like, hour and a half. I was just calling to see if by any chance I could check in early. Didn't give him my name. Right. Nothing. And she, the girl goes, absolutely, I would love to check you in early. That'll be an extra $150. So they didn't even check to see if my room's already clean. They're just running a con. Maybe she's like, "We'll get your room clean real quick for that extra hundred fifty dollars," or move you to a room that's even already clean. I in. I know, it, but it, like, no, it's, it's, we'll send the cleaning crew there like right away. Is what I mean, yeah, you know, to whatever yeah, room you're, but you're they in. They might have already cleaned that room. Right, they could have just let me. No, it's just a bullshit. It was just a bullshit thing. That's so irritating. I was pissed off about it. So I have time to kill. We like ate lunch, and I still had time to kill. So, um, what you should know is that uh, in Palm Springs, the Quahila Indian Tribe, uh-huh. um, and I would usually say native, but Indian is literally everywhere in the town. Yeah. Um, They uh, own parts of the land but it's not i mean it's like a reservation quote unquote yeah but it's checkered across the city okay interesting so there's a random ass casino yeah mom and dad told me you went to the casino yeah, i was I absolutely like i did go to the casino <laughs> yes i did uh the agua caliente casino <laughs> not hot water <laughs> yeah. i'm in some hot and water and i found myself in some agua caliente i had 20 dollars in my wallet sat down immediately turned it to 50 turned it to zero oh uh, well that's there's, I get it's perver- the climb it's the climb I get a perverse joy of like losing money at the, <laughs> the tables because it's like okay I can do it like right. yeah so I went to this one table fine like I, there's another guy there I like playing off of someone else the dealer's not telling me what to do which is preferred for me yeah um, one thing that bothered me is like anytime someone else at the table gets an ace you're supposed to say good luck in the yeah. spirit of sportsmanship so that they right. maybe get a blackjack I kept saying that to him and he kept ignoring me so how old was this person? Old enough to know better. Like in his sixties? Okay. Oh, well, maybe he couldn't hear me. Is that mm, what you're saying? No, I was I was just like and and It's like an old gentlemanly thing. It's like and before I ask, was he a white man? Oh an he's old white white man, yeah. yeah. Okay, of course. Yeah. So yeah. a boomer old White man. Yeah, but, like, those are often the best people to play with because, like, sometimes. What, what else was there to do in the 80s but, like, go gamble? Right. Right. Yeah. Um. That's why like mom and dad are good at it. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, social grace is sometimes it's uneven across yeah. that generation, there, I find. There's some that are, like, it is uneven. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it, Shadi. Yeah. So I lost that 20. I broke my own rule, went to the ATM mm-hmm. in a casino, which is something it's your I your 30th. Why not? It's my 30th, but I'll be clear that that's the last time I like to come with a set amount of money, and if I lose it, I lose it. Right, right, right. I don't trust myself. Right. So I pulled out $60, <laughs> and uh, all the tables were minimum 10 I mean, right. that's, that's standard, I totally. guess, unless you're in Old Vegas, you do like a $5 table. But um, I decided to try out a different table. The one mm-hmm. right next to it is this, like, random woman. hmm and she keeps giving me advice, which, like, sometimes they do. Yeah. It's not really meant to be solicited. Right. Or unsolicited. Like, right. you could be like, I'm not sure what to do. And what they're supposed to say is, well, book would say hit. Or, right. Or book says hold. Right. Um, this is another player or the dealer? This is the dealer. So it's okay. just me and the dealer. Okay. And I, she was giving me, like, batshit advice. Like, I had a 15. I'm wild, and I usually hit on a 15. Um, and she had a 7, and so, but I was like, hold, you know, because, yeah. Like, chances of b- busting are a bit higher. Right. Um, and she was like, I wouldn't do that. And so, like, I hit an eye bust, and it just, it pissed me off. Right. Anyway, she kept calling me Molly. And, like, we didn't think about it till later, and I was like, Craig, did you call me Molly? And he was like, no, I didn't. I ne- Like, I never call you by your name, basically. What? And I didn't have to show her ID or anything, but it didn't occur to us till we got up to le- leave that she had called me by my name. Several times. Oh, that's so spooky. I'm t- The desert's a different frequency. It, it, yeah. No. I, I love it. I don't dig that. I don't dig <laughs> I, that. Anything. Well, and what you should know too, and you sent me the Vine and I also, or TikTok, I sent you the yes, same Yes, it one. was also May Day Eve or something, right? Yeah, the veil gets thinner Fairies. around uh, Beltane and Samhain. Yeah. So like the week leading up to both yeah. of those. Um, which isn't that funny? Yeah. That's spooky, dude. Uh, So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Had some... Um, you know, weird experiences in the desert. Yeah. But it was great. And I like being 30. How are you? Girl, I'm doing fine. I, um, what did I even do this weekend? Like, probably nothing cool. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in Palm Springs. I was, like, definitely here. Oh, it rained, like, all weekend. And I was responsible for watching your plants, but I was, like, I literally think Mother Nature's got <laughs> I, honestly, I went what a good one gig time. for you. <laughs> it was so, I went one time. Did you and, see those cute tomatoes? I, no, I didn't see the tomatoes. I saw the, the little strawberries, and I took a picture, and I was, like, these are the cutest that I've ever so seen. They're so cute. They're so cute. But then, it was, like, so dewy, and I was, like, okay, it's doing great. And then Saturday, it literally rained all day. Like... <laughs> All days. So I was like, well, I don't need to check on shit. No, I'm And glad I didn't. You... I simply didn't. Sorry. Um I'm confessing that to you live on here. Anna, Anna proactively texted me, was like, getting a lot of good rain. I think your plants are going to be fine. Yeah. I was like, I didn't ask. <laughs> they were <laughs> But thank you. You're a delight. It rained so much. And so we took the girls to Georgetown on Saturday because we were like, you know, it'd be nice to like, go take a date night. And so we went to where else? El Monumento and Larkin Owl, which is now open till 7 p.m. Hey, it used to be right. five during Does the they pandemic. have the cocktails open? They did, but we knew we were going to go get margaritas. So yeah, we just didn't. Um, but yeah, and then I helped mom like hand letter some things for her bunco de Mayo. Oh my goodness, which is tomorrow. She just sent me photos that she sent them to you. Yes, yeah. I think that when she um. When she really wants, like, more stimulation, she'll just text us separately to get two threads going. I think that's right. And I'm, it's something I would do. She's like, I need more attention. Because I think if I give it to both of them at the same time, they'll each think the other person's got it handled and I can't have that. Can't risk it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they they need to see. Listen. I I only say that because it is a like a true part of me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, attention. Right. I just need attention. Well, it's like you know how to get right. how to get the results. It's right, like texting separately. Right, exactly. So, anyways, yeah. Other than that, I mean, um, took my little Monday night stroll with Angela and Ingrid, which was really nice. We would like go out and get a little good, you know. Humid walk in around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and take a take a peek at like the really expensive houses in the neighborhood and we're you know we'll like start whispering when we get close to one because we're like that one's like wasting their backyard. <laughs> it's, it was so fun. I mean, you gotta love that. Yeah, I, y'all picked the worst night of the week to go. Last night, yeah, it was yeah. nasty. It was really steamy. That's some gumbo weather. We definitely got um, some sweat. It I was... hate when Houston exports to <laughs> us. So that's the thing too. It's we so saw all three of us are like from Houston, yeah. and so we were like. This, I this I isn't bullshit, this right? Shit. This is actually humid, right? Um, and what we were saying, too, it's, like, weird how when it really first starts to get actually hot in May, because, you know, it goes back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth. It's, like, it almost feels worse than... Than it does, like, in July or August. When it's just consistent. When it's just consistent, because it's like, at least then I know what to expect, and my body is acclimated, I feel like. I think it's more humid in May, too. Yeah, I think you're right, too. Because it's burning off all that rain. Yeah. I mean, good God. It was nuts. But, um, oh, yeah, and then Sunday night, I forgot to say, for the episode of the pod, not the episode, for the sake of the pod, Sunday night, I had a little kiki at the boys' house, but you were still coming back from the airport. But that was nice. Like... To see everybody together again for the first time in, like, a long time. That's cute. Sherry and Anthony and Tato came by for a few minutes. And that was a cute-ass kid. God, he's cute. He is so cute. I just, like, he's, he's like, an illustration of a child. It's, it's like, not. It's insane. He's so charming. His little dimples. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man, I had, a, like, a, um, like, wordless conversation with an 18-month-old on the flight. Oh, I love it. Both of her parents fell asleep with her in the middle, and she just started standing up, like dancing, <laughs> waving to anyone who would wave at her. <laughs> <laughs> and like she and I were talking and so she's like waving I'm waving back and I'm like trying to smile but I have to wear a mask so I did my baby trick with like you know wiggling yeah. my glasses and at one point she looked like she was gonna crawl over her sleeping dad to get to me and I was like yeah do it come, yeah, girl, I come on I'll hold you and, like her parents woke up and were like <laughs> because like I had clearly been bonding with their child while they slept you're like I'm an aunt it's it's okay I'm, I'm an the aunt. aunt now yeah. <laughs> yeah I have auntie energy <laughs> (laughs) Um, yeah, man, our kids have also just been, like, out of control cute lately. Like, Parker and I, I don't know what, if there's, like, just something in the water or whatever, we just had, like, this uptick, and, like, as soon as our kids go to bed, we start looking at pictures of them from the day, and we're like, boo. And the other day, he pulled up, I have to show you, um, he pulled up a picture of marigold and him like she was like snuggling with him and he was like this looks a lot like a picture of tig and he like went and found a picture of her at the same age and then like put them side by side oh my goodness and their little faces are so you kind of can barely tell them apart i know they're so similar marigold's hair is like a little straighter in the front and her eyes are a little lighter that's did you send that to mom no i didn't i should though it's so so sweet. so anyways i'm just being a corny old mom but oh it's um, great they're so cute (laughs) But, um, and then uh, I watched this flick. Oh, yeah. This which, flick is so good. Dude, speaking of the desert, speaking of the well, Coens. It's, it's set in the American Southeast, is it not? I know, but like, Cohen, I know, but. <laughs> raising Arizona. <laughs> the Coens do like. They love like a, it, a well, um, sparse setting. Because this make, was in the American they make South, the setting was, a character. Always. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. this was in, was supposed to be, what, Mississippi? Mm-hmm. It. And at the end, there's obviously, like, a flood. But, like, it is pretty dry where they are for most of the movie. Like, yeah. they're kind of, like, going through, like, barren soil. I mean, I did get the, the, of the depression, impression so. of humidity. Oh, yeah. It's the sweat. It'd be the sweat. It'd be the sweat. I took um, no notes. Oh, I took I took some decent notes <laughs> okay, at the great. beginning. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to actually, this is impeding my experience. I'm just going to yeah, vibe. So. It's just a good movie. So, we open with our heroes. Oh, this is um, 2000s. Oh, Brother, Where uh, art, art Thou? By directed the- by Joel Cohen, written by Joel and Ethan, and produced by Ethan. Kooky. I don't know why they like... Do they usually do it like that? I, I thought that was usually like directed by and Joel-, Joel and Ethan Cohen. But Joel is the one what married to... Frances McDormand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Oscar? Yeah. She got she's there great, and man. You know what? Mm-hmm. i got right it. out of bed, rolled into the Oscars. <laughs> she said, I think I'll go, I'll take myself down to this today. You know what I love is that she clearly doesn't seem to take the thing very seriously, which no. is, uh, it shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you know what? They reward her for it. She is three for three. She's been nominated three times in that category yeah, and won it every single girl time. the at the dance. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Um... So, yeah, we meet our our initial three heroes, band of heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have just escaped a chain gang. Um, Everett Ulysses. Everett? Which is uh, George Clooney. Or Ulysses Everett something is what it is. And he just goes by Everett. But he goes by Everett. Mm-hmm. Pete and Delmar. Mm-hmm. And Delmar is Tim Blake Nelson, who... Is he wearing false teeth in this? No, those are his teeth, girl. Those are his teeth? Those are his teeth. And I think that he was made to work with the Coens. Some people are. He is, like, extremely... Same with Jesse Plemons. Yes. Jesse Plemons. Holly Hunter. You know? One must say. She and Frances McDormand (laughs) were roommates, so... One must say. (laughs) One must say. She's, like, so good in their stuff, you know? Yeah. It's it's like she gets... She's on the same wavelength as them, you know? It's a good fit, for sure. Um, I have to say, though, when this opening scene happens, Big Rock Candy Mountain plays... Oh, the Which, music in this slaps so damn this hard. This movie, this movie's music is absolutely incredible. I listen incredible. to the soundtrack actually pretty frequently. Yeah, and it's—I could see why. It's really pretty. But Big Rock Candy Mountain. First of all, the lyrics are praxis, but also <laughs> <laughs> it is—I would contend one of the more haunted songs in the American canon. They all canon. Were. They, like, re- It then, sounds haunted. Everything that like was cranked out. Yes. Where they hung the jerk who invented work in the big rock candy mountain. I'm like, okay. That song is breakfast. Yeah, it is. Huh. But it's also like, this is creepy. Well, have you heard um, the the incredibly haunted Mersey dotes? No. Okay. It's not in this, is it? No. It's a song that Nicole and I talk about as just being extremely... If you're trying to Google it... No, I was Googling T-Bone Burnett because I believe... Wasn't he married to Sam... He was married to Sam Phillips. Phillips. Okay, and he was a mu- music producer in this, he, or music supervisor. He's the music supervisor. supervisor for quite a few things, especially if they're, like, Southern. Yeah, and um, he, he nailed it. He ate so, this. He's so good at it. He left not a but crumb. Not a crumb from, from <laughs> t me for Burnett. it, yeah. Um, his divorce from Sam Phillips makes me so sad. What happened? Well, I don't know what happened. It's just like the, she put out that that extremely sad album, which a lot of the songs weren't out. were. Band dance. I think it was fan dance because I was an think incredible of the, album. I took you ring that night. That bitch, comes that's my up. favorite one. Yeah, no, I just like her divorce oh, songs are like. Oh, it's you know. Ugh. Yeah, fan dance came out in two thousand one. They got divorced in... Uh, 90, 2004. Oh, oh They came never out mind. before they were. But yeah, she composed scores for Gilmore Girls, Bunheads, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So they both be working in movies they, and TV. They find friends. And, uh, uh, Those are all Amy sherman Paladino Yes. And, listen, I've never watched Bunheads. I don't care to, frankly. I don't want to relive that. No, I don't need that moment. No. And honestly, like, Gilmore Girls was a really fun mood. But every time I go back and rewatch some of it, I'm like, bah! Yeah, you just have to forgive it. Who, who am I to root for? <laughs> oh. Paris, other than other than Paris. Yeah, actually, you know what? Paris is kind of without sin. Yeah, she's and great. And at the time, we were like, "Who is this uptight bitch?" No, she's the best. Actually, Lane, Lane is also Lane's pretty great. Sweet. Lane's pretty great. And I like oh, Lane's husband Zach is kind of a doofus. Sometimes yeah, I remember. Yeah, they shouldn't have gotten married. Yeah, they shouldn't have gotten married. But like, honestly, like Rory and. Lorelai and I mean Emily is actually not, I do kind of root for Emily and Richard. Emily has the best character arc over all of it, mm-hmm. no question of everybody. It was like a less. Jessica Walter type beat. She is a Jessica Walter type beat. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's like those two are on the same wavelength. And See, who so else is the same coin? One who else, else is, is doing that? Nobody. Um, no, not Nobody. really. No else. No one else is doing this. Jane, rich, drunk, white lady. The, Yes, she... Jane Fonda. Yeah, Jane Fonda has it, too. You're yeah. right, you're right. But she wasn't always. But she, I don't, she also doesn't... She's not quite as acerbic. I think she's, like, a no, little bit a, more she's earnest. She's a little, a little hapless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I love... Oh. When is that show coming back? It refreshes me every it's, time. It, it really <laughs> is. Take my ass to San Diego with those two girls. <laughs> they so, they're having fun. <laughs> they're having a great time. That I honestly, like... Probably is my special end game is like I live in a beach house with yeah. my best good Judy and we're yeah. running a business in our seventies, like a horny old woman business. Horny old woman business. That character of Dolly really makes me sad. I like can't even think about it too much. Oh, that was really sad. I know. I, lo- I that love. That show is incredible. Um, um, it's a nice show. I guess we should start. <laughs> <laughs> this movie yeah. I guess so, no. so I was say, this movie came out um, my freshman year of high school and That's we crazy. had actually just read the Odyssey that year mm-hmm. so this is like perfect timing so this is based on that obviously Ulysses is supposed to be Odysseus um, these boys hop a train love this line any boys happen to be Smitties or if not Smitties do you have any particular training in the metallurgic arts yeah. and then he gets they fall off because they can't get all three people on the train when they're changed together um, so they catch a ride with an old blind man pushing a mine cart. I always thought these things look like so much fun. Oh, Now yeah. I'm like, what a pain in the ass. Quite a workout. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's the new next new hot fitness trend. Yeah. Pelotons are out. We're doing mine. Maybe. What we're, we're doing we're this do mine, tr- carts. Tr- mine carts. Mine carts. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like a whole body workout. It really does. Um, so there's it's this old blind man pushing the mine cart on the rails, and he kind of, like, prophesies what they'll see on their journey. Like, you'll see cows on roofs, and you won't find this the... Treasure that you're after, but you will. I don't remember what else he says, but he's supposed to be like an oracle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main three characters, as we said, it's uh, Ulysses Everett. He just goes by Everett. That's George Clooney. He's really verbatious, just or er, verbose, verbose, verbose. He just says everything, <laughs> verbatious. <laughs> This year's hot <laughs> summer word. It's a cross between verbose and herbaceous. It's Honestly, herbaceous. Honestly, I did hear herbaceous in that. Um, he probably is herbaceous the, as well, because he wears a lot of uh, product in his hair. That's true. Man, he was hot in this movie, huh? Good God. It's Frankly, kind of wait, wild. The man is... He's a he's a fine wine. He's a fine wine, but they did set him into sharp relief with yes. Tim Blake Nelson. And John Turturro. God love John him. John Turturro is actually... Got, he, he has angles for me. You know, he was the... Main romantic lead in Gloria. I, I finally watched Gloria Bell. What did you think of Gloria Bell? Yeah, yeah, that right. That's I mean, if you didn't see, hate it, yeah, I think if I hadn't seen it in theaters, if I just watched it like on TBS or whatever, I'd be like, "Oh, well, this is huh." But I had talked it up to Parker, and I was like, oh my god, no, like, Bobby Finger said it's incredible, like, I'm gonna go see it. And we re- I was like, Parker, I'm so sorry. Like, I think maybe if I'd seen it with you, I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. But it was, like, not Parker's whole kind of a di- a gig, and, uh... No, it's, it's the kind you see alone a Violet Crown. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, uh, Beatrice at dinner. And then you leave and you go, Huh. And you never watch it again. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, I don't need to see that movie again. No, I did watch it this year. Um, John Tartura also was, uh, I believe the name of the movie is Jigolo. Okay. Do you okay. remember this? I haven't seen it. I've, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Is it before. American Gigolo? I've heard of that. Or no. No. Okay. It's, um, let me look up the name of this. It was a Woody Allen directed Type film. Type beat. <laughs> and it was. Uh, hold on. Let me... I'm, but it, I'm it came pulling up not got, not that long ago. How you spell Torturo? Oh, I've already got his IMDb pulled up. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's got he's got animals. fading gigolo, fading oh, Fioravante. Yeah, and I can't believe that was almost ten years ago. Um, his sister was an incredible character on The Sopranos. I mean, name oh, John Torturo actually, sorry, directed it. Oh, ODL, he directed just in it. Okay. Wait a minute. His sister is Shut. Aida Terturo. <laughs> And does she play Janice? Janice. Stop it. No, girl, you didn't know this? No. Yeah. I it, Shut up. I know. Oh, my God. Janice is the funniest character <laughs> on this show. Honestly, I find Janice her to makes be... makes the show. I find her to be so funny. She's so funny. Her, like, shitty little, like, um, Rolling Stones tattoo. Oh, it's so bad. I, it's so bad. You know what bad. I think of all the time? Oh, sorry. She's his cousin. Damn it, that sucks. I it's, thought they were siblings. That but... scene in The Sopranos where she has one good conversation with Livia, and then the like smash cut to her like smiling and doing like chores around the house to mother and child reunion by Paul. Oh, <laughs> I'm due for a rewatch. Oh, it's so good. Ingrid's been watching it for the oh, first time, and my I'm like, God, God, I, I love that journey. journey. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways. Uh. Th- so yeah. There's Clooney looking just at. At a peak, but he's had many peaks, you know. To be and then Torturo and Tim Blake Nelson plays Delmar, who's yes. um, this stupid one, the more I would like say. earnest, like dim-witted kind of one. Yes. So they head out in search of this treasure right. that Everett claims he has buried somewhere. Right. Um, I believe their first like little dip. I mean, this is extremely episodic. It's so episodic, and I love. Um, that. Is that they're hearing, and it's and it's like a jukebox musical um, from. Just the Dust Bowl era. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wait. What are you talking about? The, the girls with singing the... No, the going down to the river to pray. Okay, so that's actually, I think, a bit maybe later because... Oh, they first go to that farmhouse, right? They go to that farmhouse, which is Pete's cousin mm-hmm. and cousin Wash. And yeah. they have a son... Um, and he's, they're like, hey, can you help us, like, break these chains or whatever? And so he, like, feeds them horse for dinner. Disgusting. And he keeps, like, talking about how his wife has, are you in an OFT? Which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Run off. Because he doesn't want to tell his son that his mom left. And so the little boy saves them from a burning barn. The police, oh, the, the one thing that keeps happening is that the police keep trying to reapprehend them. Oh, yeah. And is that Susan's Random's ex? Is that Tim Robbins? I thought it was Tim Robbins. He too, looks like it. But Craig, I think, told me that it was, in fact, um, Someone from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, Daniel Van Von Bargen? Sheriff Cooley? I don't yeah, know who that is. But I... Because we're not seeing his whole face. He, I okay. thought it was Tim Robbins, Okay, okay Yeah, his lower face really looks like him. Very much so. Um, anyways, this guy keeps trying to catch them because they ran away from the chain gang. So they, he sets this barn on fire. And a little boy, like, drives in in a car. And he's like, come on, boys. Where are you? in <laughs> oh. Uh And then they... They run it. That's when you run into the Jukebox musical baptism kind of thing. Oh, yeah. They're singing going down to the river to pray. I mean, and all of the harmonies in this are like spooky. It, they like make your like blood kind of vibrate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And in, in some ways, it's like, oh no. Like yeah. it's like um, binaural beats, but yeah. like yeah. Uh, religious. Right. Yes. Um, wait a minute. Okay. Anyway. So Delmar uh, decides he's going to get saved and redeemed. <laughs> Uh, Pete runs in a little bit later. You know what I found to be a curious choice is that, so both of the two, like, um, supporting characters obviously Uh have, like, really thick accents. Yeah. Clooney, I understand, like, considers himself to be really genteel. Yeah. Or his character does, but it seems like there would be a smack of some kind of accent. I think he sounded kind of, um like Missouri maybe like it read more Missouri to me all right too. fellas we're gonna like it wasn't as heavy as Dale Mars was and right Pete's was very like this too but Everett's was like and boys I find it's curious that uh we are uh, you know what I mean, it was like a little Missouri's correct you know yeah a little bit north of where they might have been where is he from though I mean not that this what he you, was doing his own voice you know I actually if I were to put money on it I think he probably is from Missouri I, I know a lot of people where, are that's where um statistically everyone is <laughs> statistically if you dig hard enough you'll find that that's everyone's... where brad pitt's from that's probably what I'm and those two about. are bros you know I mean, he's I... from lexington lexington kentucky and you know okay. what maybe kentucky was this accent who knows yeah i don't know kentucky's accent very much man that man is fine that's a good looking man <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> nothing to say about it <laughs> so um anyways yeah pete's cousin is the one that like ratted on them for this all the way by the way uh so Oh, and what I was going to tell you, too, this killed me, I wrote this line down. Wash, when Pete's like, "How you betrayed us. He goes, sorry, Pete, I know we're kin, but they got this depression on. (laughs) And that felt very, like, something Tia would say. Oh, yeah. They got this. this. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um... Oh, one character quirk about you, or Everett, is that he's, like, very particular about his hair pomade. And so they stop at this, like, small-town store. Their car breaks down. They're trying to get a car part, and he's also looking for his pomade. And the guy's like, well, I've got fop. And he goes, I don't want fop, GD it. I'm a dapper Dan man. (laughs) And the guy had said, like, it'll take two weeks to get your car part. And he goes, and it'll probably take a couple weeks to get your fop. And he goes, ain't this place a geographical oddity two weeks from everything? (laughs) Um... Oh, they run into a bank robber. Actual babyface Nelson was like a real person. Yes, that was fun. I mean, gosh, they just I don't know if that's that's supposed to be anything in the Odyssey, is it? Or... I I couldn't gather that, no. Okay. Because it's like, it feels like it's mostly tracking with... Like, okay, so the sirens. That scene's incredible. The sirens scene is incredible. Is that Alison Krauss singing on it? Yes. Okay. It's Anne Gillian Welch. Okay. Um, I was going to say, none of these... The actresses were not the actual singing persons. Yeah, and I need to confirm, I think Ralph... Woo! Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that alarm would have been about. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Um, it was oh, okay. It's Allison Kraus, Gillian Welch, and Emily Harris. Incredible! That song is so good. Also, those women are so pretty. It's stupid. Uh, they're like, yeah, they're doing laundry out on the rocks in this river, and they like attract the boys with their song I think I skipped something which was kind of important and like actually very extremely important Um, (laughs) oh the radio Yeah. so they end up finding a, a man on the road he's like looking for a ride and they pick him up and he is—he's a black man, so that was a real, you know, just based dangerous. On Robert Johnson, very clearly, who like—is he? Well, yeah, there's like Bobby a, is his name, Tommy. So his character's name is Tommy Johnson, but Robert Johnson. There's like the whole fable that he sold his soul to the devil to play okay. guitar that well. Okay, yeah. 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 So he's—he's he's, um, said that he met the devil at that intersection to sell his soul and. <laughs> Everett says something like, well, ain't that a curious circumstance? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Delmar here just got saved. Me <laughs> like, too. I'm the only one unaccounted. Or <laughs> I'm the only one affiliated. Unaffiliated. Um, anyways, so they stop at this like radio station where Stephen Root. Oh my God, and I love him. This is the second blind character we've seen in this movie. Stephen Root. I've probably heard his voice more than almost anyone else's, if you think about how many times I've watched King of the Hill. You really have. Yeah, You have when watched he it does a lot. Buck Strickland. He does a lot of voices on that show, though. Right? He does does Bill Bill? too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stephen Root, he's a talented man. I think we can all agree that Stephen Root. Stephen Root, (laughs) can you do a fan cam of him? Get like sweetie song on there. I love the man's oeuvre, frankly. He I has really so makes like to find a fan cam generator and do Steven Can you generate them? There's gotta be a way. Okay, I'm gonna look into this because Steven yeah. Root deserves a fan cam. He does. <laughs> or maybe there's like a Twitter where you can like request. Okay. Like can someone I'm research. Can someone this. fan cam me Steven Root? I'm gonna research. Yeah, you should. Because that man deserves. Um Anyways, I'm glad to see that Allison Krauss and uh, Emily were included. Yeah. Cr- that's crazy good harmonies. Good God. That's such a pretty song. Um, um, yeah, Allison I, Krauss. I, I get, somebody who else, I mean, they are not getting their flowers appropriately. I agree. So remember she put out that um, EP with Robert Plant? Yeah. Okay. I, like, had downloaded a song off of iTunes at the tender age of, like, 17. Yeah. You know. And, like, never told anyone that I liked that EP, because I just thought it was dorky. And I saw it at Brittany and Emily's house, and yeah. I was like, yo. yo. <laughs> yeah. And we put it on, we're like, somebody said they saw me. Remember that song? Yeah. Swinging the world button. did Didn't they come to ACL together? I think so. Yeah. ACL used to put on good shit like that. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all... G- gorillas. Gorilla. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know who the kids are listening to. I don't to. know. Foster the people. <laughs> We were there in, like, 2013. I don't know. What's the dude with the tattoos the on Lumenes. his face? Who's <laughs> this guy with the tattoos? They would not have him. Yeah, ACL, they would. ACL would not have Takashi 69 Not Takashi 69 girl. The one that all the girls are thirsty for. Who? The white boy. With uh, all Lil the t- Peep died a while no, ago. No, not Lil Peep. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> He's got... A- Let me find it. Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. I can't remember this guy's name. Tattooed musician. No. No. Not that. Tattooed face musician. (laughs) It's this guy. What is his name? Show me a picture. Show me a picture. I can't wait. I can't wait to. Is he Post Malone? Lizzie, he's a huge deal. I know. I know. That's and why it's embarrassing. You know what? I he's keep, good. I like them. Post Malone. No, I know. No. So I'm saying like, everybody likes him, but I was like, that's who ACL would have. As a po- He'd be like a headliner. Yeah. Your Posts Malone. Your, po- Your Posts, both Office and Malone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Lil Peep, girl. I my, my went straight to Lil Peep. It's fair. Have it's you ever fair. watched that video of him talking about all his tattoos? No. It's like, oh, this sweet baby was lost. <laughs> no not that oh post malone how did i forget girl i don't know he's in like cheeto commercials so <laughs> i know he he's like one of the biggest deals in the country right yeah. now i just don't be knowing anything i've, I've heard maybe three songs congratulations I know that's that a one. good one that's sunflower you've probably heard probably um uh, and that's it that's all, all i know that's not true probably unless it's the, in tiktok so this just, the justin Bieber one with deja vu tell me is that deja vu Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That song rips. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, they run into John Goodman. This is a fun. This is a fun vibe. I love oh. John Goodman. He's evil in this movie, by the way. To be completely doesn't clear, doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen. John often. Badman in this one. Am He's I right? He's super bad. Right. Okay. Uh huh. He overhears them at a restaurant, and this is spooky. This is this is a skeleton key type of beat. It it is <laughs> right here for they're, sure. Um, they're just eating. Oh. Boy, I really have skipped around. After it doesn't the, matter. After the sirens. <laughs> the good news is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They think Pete has been turned into a frog because his clothes are left on a rock and there's just a toad in it. And Well, Delmar thinks he's been turned into a toad. Everett's like, obviously that's not him. But so Delmar puts this toad in a um, Bostonian shoe box. Do you remember Bostonian shoes? Mm-mm, not even. Dad even bit. wore Bostonians when we were kids. I think they were around the for like. Penny, yeah, kind of like nice leather loafer type shoes. Okay. <laughs> Old maiden type of shoe, yeah. <laughs> um, huh? So they're sitting down at this nice restaurant. John Goodman overhears them, and he's like, "Oh, those are voices I haven't heard around here before." So he goes over, and he's like, "Hey guys, like, what do y'all, what kind of line of work are you in?" And they're like, uh, "Funny that you ask. We're between opportunities at the moment." <laughs> and so he's like, "Listen, I make a lot of money selling the word of the Lord." Uh, Great Bible salesmen. I'd love to tell you guys more. If you go ahead and pay for my bill, uh, I'll meet you out front. And, like, maybe we just wrap all this food up and we'll discuss it more out on plein air, basically. So they get out there and he starts asking them questions, flattering them, whatever. And then they're, like, eating their, like, chicken, just minding their business. And he pulls a branch off a tree and just, like, wallops them. They do a good job of making him truly look like a giant in this, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. And he's got one eye. Yeah. An eye so patch. He's the Cyclops. Okay, yeah, he's the Cyclops. Yeah, um, from the, not we're not calling him that. That's just what he's supposed to be from the Odyssey. <laughs> to be clear, oh no, we've just decided to become exceedingly cruel. <laughs> uh, oh, and they have this money because of the bank robber. I keep back and back. Let me step back a second and tell you <laughs> what's up. Um, okay, so uh, at this point, Everett runs into his wife, played by Holly Hunter. You love her. I love her so much. Your husband told me that your child is about Holly Hunter height. now. Like yeah. I, I asked how tall she was. Because <laughs> she's he, about one point seven five of a Holly hunter. Yeah, he's like mm, 3 fourths of a Holly hunter. Yeah. Damn. You know, she's like four ten. She's on Mr. Mayor as well. And yeah, very I, funny I, on that. I, like not convinced that's a real show. It's it's actually cute. No, I've watched I, you know. I think you and Parker are making it up. I've never heard anyone else talk they about it. They talked about it on Good Christian Fun. Uh Kevin I'm like loves it. Twelve weeks behind. Oh, I am too. I keep skipping around, but he he mentioned it as like one of his like lift-ups or whatever. It's on Hulu. Huh. But there's only six episodes. It's fun. Um, so yeah, his wife is like, <clears throat> Oh yeah, I divorced your ass when you went to prison. They have like six daughters. Yeah, hella daughters. But at this time? At this moment in history, well, I don't know, girl. Condoms were like gunny sacks. back well, then. Well, I know, but I'm like, geez, Louise. You guys like t- get a calendar or something. It's about rhythm, 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 rhythm. It never works. It doesn't You're right. work. You're right. That's how I ended up pregnant. Uh huh. Not specifically from rhythm. I don't know their whole deal, but like just watching a calendar got me knocked up. So yeah, there you go. Anyways, um, she's getting remarried to this guy, Vernon T. Waldrip. and uh. He he's bonafide. He's he's bonafide. Somehow Pete gets misapprehended or reapprehended. Oh, because he's he's like he was a trap. Like when he was a frog, you remember that? Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Whether well, the, they, the like, sirens were a trap or he or he he? I don't know. He but just, he somehow yeah he got he became he got reapprehended. He tells them they like they happen to see him in a movie theater. Which is where They bring these they bring the inmates, like the chain gang, into a movie the, theater. Yeah, kinda That's nice. kinda nice. Yeah. Like, it's an activity. There you go. <laughs> Gotta get out and have some fresh air in an activity. All right. Um, so he's like, Don't try to get the treasure. And it's a trap. We thought you was a frog. <laughs> it was <my> <laughs> it's so goofy. So um in the backdrop of all of this, there's a governor's race happening between... Yeah, that's such a strange parallel little plot, isn't it? It's such it? a weird little plot. And so there's, it, like, their reform candidate, this creepy dude in glasses. Yeah, and the people seem to be really into him for, uh, uh, what's his name? Homer Stokes. Yeah. And he's like, is you is, or is you ain't my constituency. They kind of play it up as if he's, like, a sort of flashy progressive for the time, I guess. Yes, think. yeah. Yeah. And then, he's supposed to be the people, and his his mascot is a little little person with a, a big like standing broom. Up for the little and guy. he's like, "I'm standing up for the little guy." Honestly, it's pretty, pretty clever marketing <laughs> for the time. I know that's what that's what happened. So the existing governor, the uh, what's it called, Papio Daniel, Papio Daniel. But what's it called when you're um. My vocabulary's gone tonight. <laughs> Sorry, these uh, CB, incumbent CBD gummies got me going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the incumbent candidate, yeah, and his it's his son and two he's other got old two men, f- fail sons, <laughs> that are his campaign staff, and um, he keeps getting mad because he's like, oh, how am I losing so badly? Like I have to win, whatever. And they're like, well, I don't know, man. The little guy thing was pretty good. <laughs> maybe we look for a littler little guy, guy. <laughs> loved that just really funny um and uh, anyway so they happen the boys happen upon a clan rally and they see that their friend tommy who is the guitarist that recorded that song with them did we even say they recorded a song with steven root Girl, this episode is a mess. This episode brought to you by early, <laughs> early bird lemon gummies, hemp, full spectrum hemp, and maybe Delta 8. <laughs> we are not sure. Uh. <laughs> I am not speaking sequentially about this plot at all. Well, but because nothing is causal. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like they are, but you don't, it's like they wrap up an episode and you go, huh, that was interesting. And then it's not that they tie together until much later. One like episodic dream. Yeah. Um, So they recorded a song and it's become a hit. Man of Constant Sorrow. And then later there's like a scene where Gillian Welch plays. She tries to buy a record from the record store. She goes, do you guys have Man of Constant Sorrow by the Soggy Bottom Boys? And that's it the way she says it's so like demurred it's like okay that's the lady who wrote miss ohio that's odd, right? you know right uh, God, that's such a that doesn't that feel like a 2005 decision uh, like a no i was gonna say like a a cultured gen x choice to put her in just a bit part role like a yeah. joel cohen was oh, like yeah. he had his finger on the pulse they might even boomers i don't know but i think they're gen x right the Cohen's and feel Francis. Very yeah. He'd be like, we're gonna put Gillian Welch in this movie. You it's know? like, um, did you ever see Slacker? No, I haven't seen Slacker. Um by come on. Our boy. Robert uh. No. He did Scanner Darkly and Oh yeah, yeah. Um Local Boy. Yeah, and boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> and Dazed oh, and Confused. We are really struggling. Um <laughs> boyhood director. And you direct Richard Linklater. Okay, so Linklater. directed Bernie as well, which is incredible. my God, we could do a Linklater. We could do Bernie. It's a period piece. Yeah. So is Days and Confused which you haven't seen. We should do both of those. Uh, and Everybody Wants Some, which was a the, I haven't seen that one yet. Let's either. do some Linklater. Let's do Linklater. Um, anyway, his first movie um, Slacker. It's a very similar like Gen X vibe. Yeah. The, the the funniest character in it per my estimation, is played by the drummer from Butthole Surfers. Leah Love It. She's on the streets of 1980s Austin trying to sell a pube in a jar that she said is Madonna's. <laughs> <laughs> it's pure choconi. See, G- Gen X was having fun. They were having they fun. They were cutting up. I love my people. <laughs> also, Empire Records. So good. They were cutting up and having fun. I think that's like the um, that's the that was the, the mood. style of boy I was attracted to. Yeah, too. so I think I, I think I made a really good call in choosing this for myself uh, to be Gen X. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's your moment. It is. <laughs> um. So, uh, anyways, they they are at this clan rally. They see that their friend Tommy, who's their guitarist, is about to be lynched, and so they like hatch a scheme to get him out by pretending to be the clan color guard okay i did not know they had a color guard how cute is that also they're this scene is scary it scared the shit out of me as a kid and it still does as an adult but the thing is it's like they're goofy like dumbass choreography and stuff like i think that that's meant to be like they're such rubes like they're so that's so goofy how like seriously they take this they have choreography and stuff but it feels otherworldly how choreographed it's like they're like evil ghosts is what it feels like it looks like evil ghosts yeah um most of those extras were apparently black, <laughs> wow, okay, um, yeah, so the other um what was the other thing I was gonna say? Um, oh, the main like the, the one in the red, uh-huh, like yeah the lead boy, yeah, of the main clan, boy, yeah, the main boy. Uh, turns out to be. Beautiful singing voice, but did you know that that's Ralph Stanley singing? He was on, like, many, many episodes of Ken Burns Country, like, old old man. I still haven't watched all of that. Oh. Um, I need to. It's really good. I Ken know. Ken Burns Country. I know. I watched the first little bit of it, and I was like, I see why you guys were crying. Oh, this. my God. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, so that's him singing. Uh, but but it it's John just, Goodman, the character. He's not right? the one in red. He's just, like, Oh, in he's the just one promo. of okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they the the dudes they dress as a color guard they get Tommy Um, and then they gotta gotta book it into town because they 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 got a gig they throw the confederate flag in the air and they're like don't let it touch the ground oh god insane Um, Um, but then they burn them um, which is kind of cute (laughs) that's a cute look actually you you realize because there is a much more diminutive clan member Mm. um, maybe it's a little guy well, he, he's with... Yeah, he's at the rally, probably. Yeah, he's You're right. Not, he, the, not the, the political rally, not the Klan rally. No, no, no. That's the point. Oh, he, that's That's right. how they identify that's it. Right. Okay, yeah. okay. I didn't see the diminutive Klan Folk number. Folks, that's early bird <laughs> lemon gummies. No, Honestly, we, I, all flavors are good. That's going to be earlybirdcbd.com. Uh, use the promo code. Maybe it's the little guy from the rally. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, Lindsay, that's him. Duh. No, no. sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> for I, 20% off. In my head, I was like, oh, the scheduling in this doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> Homer's got to be, <laughs> be in his political rally. I'm so stupid. I forgot that he was obviously also in the clan. Yeah, um, Yeah, because they go to this party. The Soggy Bottom boys are playing. Vernon T. Waldrip, who is bonafide, is there with... Ulysses Everett's wife, Penny, Holly Hunter. Uh, and they're singing their song, or whatever. George Clooney is, like, pulling down his fake beard so Penny can see him. Mm-hmm. What a face. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so then, that's, you're right. Homer Stokes interrupts everything, and he's like, I happen to know that these boys right here interfered with the observances <laughs> of a Soyton secret society. Soyton He also, like... He keeps being, like, miscegeny. Like, over and over again. It's like, God, I forgot about that word. It's such a gross. Oh, it's so gross. Well, but I love this, like, weird, like, moment he's having. Like, both of the politicians are like, wait, they're integrated and no one cares? Right. It's... It's funny that Homer Stokes, like, reveals himself to be high-key racist and that we're supposed to believe in, like, 1929 that all these white people would be like, run him out! Oh, I know. That's what was interesting is that they all seemed, like, the, he clearly felt comfortable enough saying right. that. Um, it's, like, nice of the Coens to, like, give white people in the South the Benny of the doubt on that one, but, like, that man could have stood in there in his full Klan robes and probably everybody have been like, hey, say, he's like, my uncle's best friend. Yeah, and. there was, it depends you know, obviously depending on the community. Um, Right. I think that they were pretty just much acting out in the open. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm talking about. No. Like in a lot of small Southern towns, it was like, like people would run for city council and just like actively like acknowledge their presence. It's like, they would say that that was like, they were in like the rotary club or something. Mm -hmm. Like just, you know, it's gross. Um, anyways. So Pappy, who is the incumbent governor of Mississippi, his um opponent has just made a complete ass of himself and he like leaves in humiliation. So Pappy's like, Now yeah, these y'all are voting for me, right voters, and once I accept your, you know, re-election, the soggy bottom boys will be my brain trust. And so they're all like, We got a job. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, so at the end of this function, Penny and Everett are back together. She's like, I, sure, I won't marry Vernon. I'll remarry you. But you got to go get my wedding ring. And he's like, that's like really far away. It's like at our house. She's like, yeah, but I'm not. That's our. That was our sacred. We took vows with those rings. You need to go get our rings. So <clears throat> she says, I've spoken my piece and counted to three. <laughs> I'm like, what a move. Yeah. You can keep that one in the back pocket for so, sure. Totally. So the boys are out, you know, out for another journey. And they get back to Everett's farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. She says she thinks their rings are in the roll top disc. And when they get there, they see that the sheriff, who's been chasing them throughout the movie, is there. And he has three graves dug and three nooses on a tree. So creepy. So creepy. This scene actually is probably, like, one of the longer scenes in the movie. It's so long. It feels, like, so long. So, yeah, these... Well, and they just had the, the people who <clears> had <throat> dug the graves. Like, they're singing for they're quite singing some time. Yeah. And the sheriff is just kind of, like, listening. Like, he's like, okay, you will listen to your last song. Say your prayers or whatever. And then suddenly the whole valley gets flooded. And the sheriff doesn't survive, but Everett and the boys, all of them, the whole Soggy Bottom bunch, mm-hmm. the four of them, survive. And... Tommy happens to like have grabbed the roll top desk to float with as mm-hmm. his flotation device. Oh, and they see a cow on the roof. They see a cow on the roof. Mm-hmm. So Everett's like, in that something. Um, and so he gets back to town and he's like, hey, Penny, I found your ring. And she's like, that's not my ring. That's my Aunt Lurleen's ring. Lurleen. <laughs> or something like this. So yeah, it's a super southern name. So she's like, you got to go back and get it. And he's like, they flooded that valley. Like he's, he, the boys are like, this was God saving us. And he's like, no, they had planned to. Fled this valley to give us hydroelectricity and he's like committed to like rational thinking, I guess. Mm-hmm. But when he sees the cow on the roof, he's like, well, okay. Yeah. Man. Um and Good then flip. yeah, at the la- the last scene you see um that the blind man on the mine cart once again. Doing his thing. Doing his thing. Um so what you uh, might not know about this movie, and I guess I sort of vaguely remember this when I was a kid. But like, it won an ass ton of awards. Oh, of course. Specifically, um, like technical ones because they had to do a lot of like, uh, digital coloring. Interesting. In this movie, they For what? The roadsides. They're they're like yeah, where we filmed was green. Oh, but interesting. But we wanted it to look super sepia tone. <clears throat> yeah. In like nineteen thirties. So they like, yes. did a lot of digital colorizing. This on movie this. was sepia. It yeah. was, like, sand-colored. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, really throws you in a mood, you know? It really does. I, the funny thing is, yeah, like, that is not my favorite aesthetic to witness a movie in, but, like, I would actually probably describe this as pretty close to being a perfect movie for me. Yeah, it really is. It's, like, they keep the, they keep the plot push in. It's a clever concept. The music absolutely rules. And they've got some zippy, funny lines, you know? Yeah.
1: It's, it's a good flick.
0: It's a really good movie. And what is it, like 90 minutes? Yeah, it's 100 minutes flat. Like that's an hour good, and 40. That's, that's perfect. That's the, for my money, the perfect, perfect length, for a movie. length of a movie. It's perfect. It's, it's true. like long enough to be serious, like considered a serious endeavor. Uh huh. 90 minute movies sometimes feel kind of like. You could have tried a little harder. Is Eddie Murphy in this? Right. Yeah. 120 minutes. Oh, too long. is this a Rebel Wilson joint? Exactly. Exactly. This yeah. is a straight to VHS kind of a thing, yeah. type of beat. Um, Every year that we remember her as she should be grateful for it. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, absolutely. She's like, yeah, she's kind of a big deal in like, com- like commercials and stuff, though. Nothing happened. I think ad execs <laughs> are like, we love Rebel Wilson. Remember, she had a few funny lines in that movie six years yeah, I'm ago. Sorry, but like, what is the point of Rebel Wilson? <laughs> Correct. I don't want to be rude. No one has to do anything for me. But no, it's just she. Like, I don't know. She's she is a regular the regular butt of a joke on Who Weekly. Like, oh, anytime she really? comes up, Bobby and Lindsay are like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, this again. <laughs> she's she's kind of exhausting. I also like that you. Her said whole thing is kind she, of exhausting. Wait. What movie were you talking about six years ago? It's probably older than that. Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. How old is it? I think it came out... Like eight years ago, Checking me on this. Check me on this. I think the first one came out in 2011. No. I think so. No, if I not, it was not. 12. It's 12 with the latest. Pitch Perfect. 12, nine years ago, nine years ago. Yeah. And the most recent feel? one was four years ago. Yeah. I need to watch that one. That was the one that I, <laughs> no, you don't like, um, Oh wait, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't see the no, third I just, one. The, the third one, um, was apparently like so baldly, uh, military propaganda. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is like, I remember reading an article about it and I was like, wait, pitch perfect. Key? <laughs> yeah. They like, yeah, it's, uh, you know I but I'm so the, curious to see if, if if I agree with that yeah I saw the second one and it was bad it was so terrible and so I just didn't even bother with the third one but yeah isn't ooh. it crazy that Ben Platt was in those oh man and mm-hmm. I like Ben Platt actually. and Skylar Astin I forgot he was like the dorky roommate yeah interesting he was like actually a young man <clears throat> yeah in those movies yeah well that do one. you have anything else you want to say about Oh Brother Where Art though? uh no um what do you want to watch next week? I had a I had a dumb 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 dumb. What was the suggestion. idea? Yeah, no, I want to hear. Robin it Hood, mid and tights. We talked about. Oh no, about. I would love to watch that. Okay. Let's watch that because we, we that's like definitely keeping with like the smooth brain. Like I'm not going to think too hard. I simply I just want to vibe. Pushing myself um, <laughs> academically rigorously at all about movies any longer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, well that sounds great. Uh, I love that's That movie is big goofy. They used to play it on Comedy Central probably twice a month when i, I was in high school was, like, the funniest thing oh i watched it all I'll the be, time i am curious to see if a joke lands with me now <laughs> same yeah i remember like thinking richard lewis was cute in that movie and now i'm like he's so old richard he's lewis disgusting. yeah he was like the prince in that movie you thought he was cute i did when i was a kid because he had floppy hair Lindsay, he was already old then Hold i know on. he was old and he was yucky don't that, shame no, me i'm not shaming you. Me. i'm just i'm like deep deeply fascinated. He kind of had like a John Stewart thing going on, you know? Okay. Like I could see that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at mm-hmm. that point, I think he was probably in his 40s at that point. I just I'm I'm honestly honored I'm to cut know this. this. Out. I'm going to cut, cut this out. You better not. You better not. <laughs> Cuz it's going to be embarrassing when I rewatch it now and be like <laughs> No, I'm just I'm so fascinated by this. Okay, wait, is... <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> what <laughs> are you Dave, talking about? This is Dave Chappelle. I wanted to make sure it was Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is in this. Yeah, girl. Duh. He's like, he's the blind. How character. did I not know that Mel Brooks? Yeah. We're going to have a good time We're watching gonna this movie. We're going to have fun, bitch. We're going to have fun. Oh, yeah, I already retract my statement about Richard Lewis. No, no, you don't need to do that. I'm I, I'm not even, it's not a judgment. I'm just curious. Dom mm-hmm. DeLuise, Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman's in, Tracy in it, too? Tracy Ullman's in it. Dude. I, you know what song I've been listening to a lot lately is They Don't Know About Us. The one she sings, although it was Christine McCall, I think, who wrote it. Do um, you want to hear a story about how Christy McCall died? And if anyone would like to know how Christine McCall died, um, <laughs> oh. you, can, you can hit me up at uh, periodpeacepod at gmail.com. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, next week uh, we'll be re- revisiting Carrie Elwes uh, for a little we 1993. We couldn't stay away from him for long. We couldn't. All right. Um, until next week. Bye. Bye.